Blog Talk Radio. I'm one, two, one, two, three, hop, Hey, everybody. It must be Saturday night again around here, and time for yet another night with Daddy G. This is Gary Moore, along with Starzan and Curly and George and Groucho and whoever else I may be able to pull out of my sleeve or elsewhere. E-cocktails are ready. Our chocolate fountain is ready. The only things missing have been used, so come on in and get ready for yet another night with Daddy G. Yeah. Well, who's on first? Yeah. Who? Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. <laughs> this is a gala day for you. Well, a gala day is enough for me. I don't think I can handle anymore.
Hey, everybody. Yes, this is your old pal, Daddy G. Welcome to the Grotto. Yes, it is Saturday night, and it's time for another Grotto. Yeah, thank you. I thought I'd play the intro, uh, the other intro uh, featuring Springsteen and the rest of the gang. Yeah, so here we are. Welcome. Welcome to the Grotto. While we wait for the rest of the world to show up, Let's start this show rolling. Uh, It's going to be a random night, a free flow night tonight, guys. Maybe even a little comedy. But I'm going to start things off with a little uh, Los de Abajos. Those below, (laughs) or those from from below. Something about the walls of Jericho. Here we go. And the priest said to retreat The fire filled the sky 
song is dedicated to Jeff Beasley. Under Orion's starry sky, I lie in the moonlit garden, wondering where to cast my eye, for all that I see is heaven. Oh, why does it have to end? I wish we could still pretend our love was around the bend in the gardens of Samson and Beasley. Last time we were in this place, your face had a certain sadness. And oh, how I've wondered since what you've done with all that sadness. Oh, why did it have to end? I wish we could still pretend you're near. Just around the bend in the gardens of Samson and Beasley. Samson and Beasley 
which is just outside of Portland. And uh, uh, it's an incredible place, I guess. And they're doing sh- going to start doing shows out of there. Very close venues, a uh, venue, and uh, very up close and personal, you know, very laid back. Wine is being served and drinks probably. And uh, only accommodations are, are for an audience of like 100, you know. And uh, I've seen these guys twice, and they packed in the Shermerhorn in Nashville. So uh, that's nice. They're downsizing and being nice. Let's, let's play a little more Pink Martini. But first, I'm going to shout out to Beth Ann Sand, Beth Ann Murray, Murphy. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sweetie. I'm glad you're here, man. Uh, uh, I see you survived St. Patty's Day, and so did I. Happy St. Patty's Day. Related St. Patty's Day. And we also have Pianki, P I A N K I, Pianki. Welcome to as well. Have an e cocktail and uh, sit back and listen to this. A little more pink martini. Here we go.
trying to form Storm Large. This is Pink Martini, Portland Youth Philharmonic. Thank you so much, Portland, Oregon. We'll see you soon. We love you! Yeah, the pride of Portland. Pink Martini, live from um, Bella Matrona. It's a, kind of a park-type of venue up uh, just outside of Portland. Yeah, a little nice, some nice ditties there for you. Yeah, got Brett Stoltz, 68, my buddy. Uh, he's in the house. Welcome, Brett. Yeah, I'll get to some Sinatra here in a little bit. But uh, I'm going to play this first because uh, I like happen to like Amelda May, and uh, I hope you do, too. She's a good Irish girl. That fan. <laughs> here we go. Amelda May. I like this one. It is time for music. This singer-songwriter is one of Ireland's most celebrated artists here performing her latest single, Made to Love. It is Amelda May!
ready?
scamp walker time again Yeah, I'm trying to slide one by you once more Don't matter how you do it They say, just do it like you know it And I've been down this road once or twice before Jeff Walker, 
R.I.P. passed away just this last year. I love me some Jerry Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Picking up the pieces wherever they fall. I've done that a time or two. How about some more Jerry Jeff? One more. Got to put myself back in that place again. Well, when you're down on your luck And you ain't got a buck In London, you're a goner Even London Bridge Has fallen down And moved to Arizona Now I know why And I'll substantiate the rumor That the English sense of humor Is drier than the Texas sand your dukes so you can bet your boots but I'm leaving just as fast as I can I want to go home with the armadillo good country music from Amarillo and Abilene the friendliest people cold over here and I swear I wish they'd turn the heat on and where in the world is that English girl I promised I would meet on the third floor and of the whole damn lot the only friend I got is a smoke and a cheap guitar. My mind keeps roaming, my heart keeps longing to be home in a Texas bar. I wanna go home with the armadillo.
Orson Welles. I spent 20 times more for you people than any other commercial I've ever made. You are such pests. Now, what is it you want in your depths of your ignorance? What is it you want? Well, I just wanted to know what you thought of all this. This is a lot of shit. Who the hell are you, anyway? Jesus. So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000, and fuck, no shit. Call now and play, phone Jeffrey. She drank the poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. Tinkerbell! Fuck him. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. Customs. Swearing on the Bible. You understand that shit? They tell you to raise your right hand, place your left hand on the Bible. Does this stuff really matter? Which hand? Does God really give a fuck about details like this? 
Suppose you put your right hand in the Bible, you raise your left hand. Would that count? Or would God say, sorry, wrong hand, try again? And what, why does one hand have to be raised? What is the magic in this gesture? This seems like some sort of a primitive voodoo mojo shtick. Why not put your left hand on the Bible, let your right hand hang down by your side? It's more natural. Or put it in your pocket. Remember what your mother used to say? Don't put your hands in your pockets. Does she know something we don't know? Is this hand shit really important? Well, let's get back to the Bible, America's favorite national theatrical prop. Suppose the Bible they hand you to swear on is upside down, or backward, or both, and you swear to tell the truth on an upside down backward Bible. Would that count? Suppose the Bible they hand you is an old Bible and half the pages are missing. Suppose all they have is a Chinese Bible in an American court or a Braille Bible and you're not blind. Suppose they hand you an upside down backward Chinese Braille Bible with half the pages missing. At what point does all of this stuff just break down and become just a lot of stupid shit that somebody made up? They fucking made it up, folks. It's make-believe. It's make-believe. Now, all right. Okay. Let's leave the Bible aside. We'll get back to the science fiction reading later. The more important question is, what is the big deal about swearing to God in the first place? Why does swearing to God mean you're going to tell the truth? Wouldn't affect me. If they said to me, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God, I'd say, yeah. I'll tell you about as much truth as the people who wrote that fucking Bible. How do you like that? Huh? Huh? Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. It's, it's kids. Swearing to God is kid stuff. Did you, you ever, remember when you were a kid? If you, if you told another kid something he didn't quite believe, he'd say, you swear to God? I would always say, yeah, I swear to God. Even if I was lying. Why not? What's going to happen if I lie? Nothing. Nothing happens if you lie. Unless you get caught, and that's a whole different story. Sometimes a kid would think he was being slick with me, and he'd say, you swear on your mother's grave? I'd say, yeah. Why not? First of all, my mother was alive. She didn't even have a grave. <laughs> Second of all, even if she was dead, what's she going to do? Rise from the grave and come and haunt me? Come and haunt me? All because I told a lie to an eight-year-old? Get fucking real, will you? <laughs> Sometimes I would say, I swear on my mother's tits. Kids are impressed with things like that. I mean, I don't care about my mother's tits either. I don't care if they fell off. Fuck her. Not my problem. They're your tits, Ma. You keep an eye on them. Swearing to God doesn't mean anything. Swearing on the Bible doesn't mean anything. You know why? Because Bible or no Bible, God or no God, if it suits their purposes, people are going to lie in court. The police do it all the time. All the time. Yes, they do. It's part of their job to protect, to serve, and to commit perjury whenever it supports the state's case. 
Swearing on the Bible is just one more way of controlling people and keeping them in line, and it's one more thing that holds us back as a species. Here's one more item for you, the last in our civics book, rights. Boy, everyone in this country is always running around yammering about their fucking rights. I have a right. You have no right. We have a right. They don't have a right. Folks, I hate to spoil your fun, but there's no such thing as rights, okay? They're imaginary. We made them up, like the boogeyman. <laughs> the three little pigs, Pinocchio, Mother Goose, shit like that. Rights are an idea. They're just imaginary. They're a cute idea. Cute. But that's all cute and fictional. But if you think you do have rights, let me ask you this. Where do they come from? People say, well, they come from God. They're God-given rights. Oh, fuck, here we go again. Here we go again. The God excuse. The last refuge of a man with no answers and no argument. It came from God. Anything we can't describe must have come from God. Personally, folks, I believe that if your rights came from God, he would have given you the right to some food every day, and he would have given you the right to a roof over your head. God would have been looking out for you. God would have been looking out for you. You know that? He wouldn't have been worried about making sure you have a gun so you can get drunk on Sunday night and kill your girlfriend's parents. But let's say it's true. Let's say God gave us these rights. Why would he give us a certain number of rights? The Bill of Rights in this country has ten stipulations, okay? Ten rights. And apparently God was doing sloppy work that week because we've had to amend the Bill of Rights an additional 17 times. So God forgot a couple of things like slavery. Just fucking slipped his mind. But let's say... Let's say God gave us the original 10. He gave the British 13. The British Bill of Rights has 13 stipulations. The Germans have 29. The Belgians have 25. The Swedish have only six. And some people in the world have no rights at all. What kind of a fucking goddamn God-given deal is that? No rights at all? Why would God give different people in different countries different numbers of different rights? Boredom? Amusement? Bad arithmetic? Do we find out at long last, after all this time, that God is weak in math skills? Doesn't sound like divine planning to me. Sounds more like human planning. Sounds more like one group trying to control another group. In other words, business as usual in America. Now, if you think you do have rights, one last assignment for you. Next time you're at the computer... That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June, I said that's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing, 
Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. That's life. I tell you, I can't deny it. I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart just ain't gonna buy it. And if I didn't think it was worth one single try, I'd jump right on a big bird and then I'd fly. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet. A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Laying flat on my face I just pick myself up And get back in the race That's life That's life And I can't deny it Many times I thought of cutting out, but my heart won't buy it. But if there's nothing shaking, come this here July. I'm gonna roll myself up in a big ball and die. For a different tune One that they could croon As only they can They only had the rhythm so They started swaying to and fro They didn't know just what to use But this is how the blues Really began This is the way the blues began They heard the breeze Through the trees Singing weird melodies And they named that Just the start of the blues Then from a jail There came a wail Pyramid down Hard and frail And they played that As a part of the blues Now Pyramid Rehearsed it and then gave out the news 
Summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me. All summer long we sang a song and then we strolled. That golden sand Two sweethearts And the summer wind Like painted kites Those days and nights They went flying by The world was new Beneath a blue umbrella sky Then softer than a piper man One day it called to you I lost you I lost you to the summer wind The autumn winds and the winter winds, they have come and gone. And still the days, those lonely days, they go on and on. And guess who sighs his lullaby through nights that never The summer wind The summer wind Warm summer wind The summer wind
from way wide. You see the smoke that grew right where they play cat. And you walk over softly moving past the guy. The stakes are getting higher, you can see living your heart. Hold your bluff. He is the ace you never thought he played that much.
Dreams and I like them. 